One of the questions I'm most often asked is, did your mother always work so hard? I wish I had an answer. According to her cousin, Alan, one of the few relatives she felt was worth speaking to or acknowledging, he once said, your mother was like this before you were born. She wanted to be sure she was one step ahead of everybody else. It used to make her grandmother crazy. We'd sit down to play a game of Monopoly, and by the time we were once around the board, she co-opted three hotels and was trying to foreclose on our cousin Charlotte's properties. I think this is one of the reasons I finally settled in Vermont. The family gatherings were way too intense for me. My mother was a comedian, actress, writer, producer, jewelry monger, tchotchke maker, spokesperson, hand model, celebrity apprentice winner, and self-appointed somewhat goodwill ambassador to 27 third world countries that were unaware they had a goodwill ambassador. It was kind of a power move on her part, not unlike the time she named herself block captain of her block in New York, which, by the way, had no block association. I think this was a nod to the Eisenhower years, which I never fully understood. Well, what it was was many suburban neighborhoods had these block captains who were in charge of getting people into the local bomb shelters during nuclear attacks. The woman was ridiculous. James Brown may have been the hardest working man in show business, but I am pretty sure my mother was the hardest working woman. Even at 80 years old, she was on the go, from gig to gig, show to show, all the time. She was always working, always moving. She was like Sisyphus with jokes. Let me give you an example. A typical week for her last year was... Monday. Start working on weekly episode of Fashion Police in the morning and during the day. Drive down to Philadelphia for the QVC show. And work on her new book or a TV or a movie script in the car on the way down. Tuesday... More work on Fashion Police and meet with her various agents, business people, jewelry designers, etc., etc., etc. Nighttime performance at the West Bank Cafe in New York City. Wednesday, early morning flight to Los Angeles for Fashion Police meetings all day and all night. Thursday, arrive at E! Studios at 5 a.m. to prepare for Fashion Police taping at 8 a.m. Afterward, press obligations and business meetings. A quick dinner of Chinese food with Cooper before catching the red eye back to New York City. Friday, travel to whatever city she was appearing in that night and then give a 90-minute performance. Saturday, travel to whatever city she was appearing in that night, do another 90-minute show, then travel back to New York. Sunday, not unlike for God, a day of rest. And by rest, I mean reading scripts, writing a book, doing the Sunday New York Times crossword puzzle in ink. Let me just stop right here for a second and tell you something. She was a terrible speller. But no matter how many spaces were allowed, she'd make those letters fit. No puzzle went unfinished. When I would point out that there was a mistake, she'd say, don't bother me with the details. It works for me. I actually put a book of crossword puzzles, a pair of glasses, and her favorite pens in her casket. Somewhere in heaven, there's a small blonde woman misspelling a four-letter word for Asian housemaid. And once that was done, maybe, just maybe, she would find time to catch a matinee of a Broadway show with her best friend, Margie Stern, and then immediately afterward call her agent to find out if she could take over the lead in whatever show she had just seen. I swear, I once overheard her screaming at her agent, I'd be a fabulous Willie Loman. And that was a light week. 
she still found plenty of quality and quantity time to criticize me. Just writing that tires me out. I remember a conversation we had after one of our very long Thursdays. We'd shot an episode of Fashion Police and then taped scenes for Joan and Melissa, Joan Knows Best, and that night we did four interviews for In Bed with Joan. At the end of the night, after the camera crew and production team had finally left, I went downstairs to her bedroom. She was laying in bed in her bathrobe, and I started telling her that she needed to slow down. I told her that it wasn't healthy, physically, mentally, or emotionally, especially at her age, to keep working these hours. I told her that I was worried about her and that Cooper was worried about her too. I was pouring my heart out thinking, oh my God, I'm getting somewhere, as she hadn't interrupted me. I looked over and saw that her eyes were shut. I thought she had fallen asleep and hadn't heard a word I'd said, so I nudged her and said, Mom? She shushed me and said, Melissa, please, I'm practicing visualization techniques and I'm seeing myself as the face of depends. Oh, and for those of you that are wondering, the correct answer for Asian housemaid is Ama, A-M-A-H. Somewhere in heaven, she's probably trying to shove in cash under table.